0: All right, welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother Nick Benson. What's up? Hi, Nicholas. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. It's been uh, a while, man. <laughs> it feels a little weird, actually. It does. It feels like it feels like we de- we it's just like started our episode podcast. One, yeah. Episode one. Episode <laughs> one. Rewind a couple years. <laughs> has it has been a couple of years? Yeah. Weird to say too. Are we going on year three? This is it's year September th- maybe. Yeah. September maybe. 11th. Yeah. Yeah. Nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Praise God. Yeah, Amen. All right, here at the Preserve and Illuminate Podcast, we like to be salt and light in a bland and dark world. And uh, today, our topic is uh, for better or for worse. And uh, just as a marker, we are 116 episodes old. Wow! Congratulations, Nick. Hey, same to you. 116. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, no, thank yeah, you. <laughs> um. But we're 116 episodes old, 116 divine appointments, 116 conversations. Yeah. Uh, God is good.
1: Right. God is good. That's exactly how I wanted to start this episode.
0: Is it? Is to say God is good. All the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time, God is good. All right. um, But you picked this topic, right, for better or worse, Um. So I'm not sure if this is your way of breaking up with me on yeah. the podcast, or or, or what's going to happen here. Uh, but let's. It's uh, not you. It's
1: me, Justin. That's <laughs> totally let's you, start Nick. A, I can totally agree. It's yeah. all you. It's not you. It's all me. <laughs> just going to start off with that. <laughs> um. Whew, yeah. Um. This this topic is um based off of um, a conviction from a from some time in reading and alone with the Lord that not only did I want to share with you, Justin, but also now everybody that's going to listen. Um, But for, uh, for, so basically better or worse. And I'm reading a book um, right now that I plan on having Isaac read my oldest son afterwards. Um, And it's called Hero. So becoming a man uh, she desires. So it's about becoming a pure, godly man, one that um, your future wife um, is looking for. Mm. So it's, it's, Basically written by a father and son combination. Um, so the the dad um, is an author that he's written like the Every Man Every Man's Battle series. His name's Fred oh, Stoker
0: S- and Stephen Arterburn.
1: Yeah. So Stoker, Fred Stoker is the dad, and his son Jason Stoker. So that's a co-authored oh, okay. book, um, and it's called Hero. And um, I'll look that up. Yeah. It's it's a it's been I'm not finished with it, but so far it's it's been um, a really good read because you're getting both. The old and young perspective, so like the older dad side of it, to where like how he grew up and his failings and shortcomings, and then then the son sharing from um, because of his dad's choices, being able to share from for more of a victorious side of the purity battle. Um, so like I said, I plan on having my older son read it next after me. But one of the things um, in the chapters it's talk about it's talking about dating. You know, and obviously I'm married, so like um, I'm reading these things and 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 looking at looking at it as a dad you know so that I can share with my son and make sure he's going to be reading something that's going you know encourage him and give him some tools to be able to battle against the things of this world mm-hmm. and purity being one of the main attacks from this from this world system right now um, they don't it doesn't want men to be pure, that's for sure uh, It doesn't want anybody to be pure for them for that matter um but so the the dating it's talking about when you're meeting another you, you, so, so from a man's perspective when you're meeting a girl does the question was does the girl is the girl better or worse after she meets you mm. and for me i was like trying to justify how that didn't uh pertain to me because i'm married already like you know like obviously I'm not failing that bad because I'm still married, but then as I was justifying it in my own head, I heard the Holy Spirit ask me, but is your wife better or worse after your interaction with her? And that one convicted me because I was like, ooh, that's, I can't say, I can't say yes, because no, not every interaction is she better because sometimes I react too quickly and react in my flesh. So... I had to really pray on and sit on, and obviously I'm a work in progress, so I'm still dealing with such uh, things, so that's why it's so convicting, because, and even hard to talk about, because it's like, I have to admit that I don't always leave my wife better off after an interaction. Sometimes I do leave her worse off, because words are cutting your uh, reactions, and your attitude, or the Facial expressions, or whatever it may be, could rub them in a way that leaves them worse. So, in Colossians 3, starting in 19 to 21, it says, Husbands, love your wives and never treat them harshly. Children, always obey your parents, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not aggravate your children, or they will become discouraged. So, something that really hit home when reading. That and, and thinking of that question of, do I leave my wife better or worse after an interaction? I had to really sit on verse 19 because I can't say yeah. I can, I can say I love my wife. Obviously, I love my wife. But do I never treat them? Do, do I never treat her harshly? And that comes down to the words and, like I said, facial expressions, etc. Sometimes. So, um, so that's kind of where the heart was on on the topic and where my heart was after um, reading this segment of the book. And like I said, it's, it's more of a purity book and it's for tools for not only myself, but also having four kids, three of them being boys out of the four, um, really trying to equip them for what battle lies ahead of them because I want them to be better than me as they get older. So I want them to know that one, women are not just an object they're God's child. They're, you know, one of, one of God's children that has the same blessing and promise that we do. So we should never treat them any differently. And if anything, we should be leaving
0: them better than, than worse. It's God's daughter. Yeah. Amen. Don't mess around with God's daughter. Right. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I got to check that book out. Yes. All right, Cause you know, that's in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Yes. All I right.
1: think you would actually really
0: like it too. Yeah. Um, for better or worse, like when you, when you mentioned that, like, uh, I just, I was like, I wanted to get like, I wanted to probe. Okay. So, yeah. but I was like, well, let's let the Lord <laughs> yeah. lead. You I know wasn't I mean? going to answer you anyways. He <laughs> <laughs> would have just left me hanging. Yes. It's between you and the Lord, bro. It's between <laughs> you and the Lord. Cause I want to
1: hear what you got.
0: <laughs> um, but there's, there's, there's different, there's different applications to that phrase. Right. Um, generally speaking, a lot of people will think about like marriage vows, Mm -hmm. um, but truly it's your individual walk with the Lord that has to be right before you can do anything else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to the question that is asked that you asked, you know, that, that the book implied, um, I absolutely, you know, made my wife worse, Mm -hmm. you know, when she met me. Uh, and I've been spending the rest of my life trying to make that right. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm just being honest. <laughs> it's all we it can be. Yeah, it's, a, it's it. But I've been spending the rest of you know my life trying to trying to fix that, and and um, not that it's in my power or any or anything. But you know, I knew the first thing I had to do was take care of myself mm. and get myself right, uh, and then be a man. You know that 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 is worthy of God's daughter, because mm-hmm. you know that's always my my um, my frame of mind. You know when you think about our wives, when you think about any anybody that's yeah. God's son, that's God's daughter, mm-hmm. no matter where they are in life Mm-mm. that they, they they are God's children, mm-hmm. whether they accept it and become part of the family or you know they decide to emancipate themselves right and, and 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 move away then then so be it but um when you frame about what better or worse is i i I thought about James. Uh, the book of James and then understanding like how James kind of frames a couple of things. So I'm going to read four verses, but I'm going to break them up into to sections of two here. So the first one is James chapter one, verses 17 through 18, where it says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning of his own will. He brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. God created us for himself, not for us, right? Yeah. And a lot of times people always have spiritual eclipses throughout periods of their lives, and sometimes those spiritual eclipses are themselves. Like we get in our own way, and Mm -hmm. then we can't see, not the SUN, but the SON. Like we just can't see it Mm -hmm. because we're in the middle of it, Mm -hmm. and we're blocking it and then we're complaining about the shadow and Mm -hmm. it's our own shadow of our own sin that is in the way the enemy will try to keep you there as long as he can Mm -hmm. and distract you and point you to things and try to attract you in different ways without levels of discernment without you dying to yourself without you having a relationship with our lord and savior jesus christ without you having fellowship and people around you to call you out Mm -hmm. Like you could be you could be in a bad way. Mm. That could be the worst. Right. Right. That could be the worst side of it. The better part is there is no distance that you can create between you and God that He won't close like that. Right. That He won't close quick. So it's all about your perspective, right? Um, I was talking to a brother last week and he was just explaining to me his situation. Um and the but he was also telling me like that he was uh, a pastor's son, and, you know, these, these things that he's done in his life. And I told him, you know, I was like, dude, that is like a, that's a really big target on your back. And he's like, yeah, like, that's a really big target. Good thing our armor's only, you know, face fronting, so just don't turn your back and just armor up. Mm. And he was like, <laughs> oh. oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that, no. but that
0: makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the, the target's on your back, right. right? Just don't turn your back. Yeah right? Then you'd be good. Same thing with your, with, with your, your walk is you don't turn your back on God. You got to be walking towards him. Anytime you're walking away from him, that's enough distance for the enemy to to approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but in verses 19 through 20, we can see, he says, so then my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Anytime you are approaching judgment or you're trying to take a position or you're trying to defend something anytime you're taking any of those you need to watch out Mm -hmm. you got to watch out and say okay is this of the lord because when you look at for better or for worse everything that is of god is better it just keeps getting better Mm -hmm. if anything starts getting worse you have to analyze that i create this do i have separation with god is this where you want me are you trying to tell me something? Are you trying to show me something? Am I supposed to be here? Those are the things that we have to ask ourselves. It's not necessarily why, because this is all God's part of God's plan, but it's, you know, what am I going to do? What are you calling me to do? You know, the why will be revealed over time because it's his will, not yours, and he'll reveal it to you when it's time for you to hear it. Yeah. So for better or for worse, I, I like I said, I immediately went to James – Uh, Because how, you know, these two sections, how he breaks it down, first of all, like we're his Uh all day, every day. Right. right? And then we have really no rights to judge because a lot of people will say, well, is this better or worse? It's for better or worse. It doesn't matter. (laughs) God's plan. That's it. Right.
1: Yeah. And I like what you said, because a lot of the time that we're not seeing that clearly is because we are in our own way. And, you know, that even that question of am I making my wife better or worse after an interaction, like a lot of the times, it most of the time, if not all the time, it's my fault. It's because of things I'm putting in front of what the Lord's will is or what even maybe my wife is actually saying at the time, I'm just not listening because even <laughs> what you just shared was, you know, slow to speak, quick to listen. You know, mm-hmm. like a, as a man, I fail at that every single day, whether it be at work or home or whatever because... Lot, like, I want to fix it logically, so I'm, like, analyzing what you're saying before you even finish saying it, because I'm already trying to get the sum of the total, you know? Yeah. Or I'm trying to get the total of what you're putting together, but slow down and, let, and get yourself out, the, out of the way. Let, one, let yourself hear it. Two, let the Spirit lead you in a way to act Spirit-led rather than flesh, you know, fleshly-led, because I, you know, I, I feel like that's a battle... And you said it's a, it's a forward-facing armor, so it's a battle we're going to face every single day. But it's a battle internally that me and maybe others deal with every single day. And and I feel like that's just part of the walk. It's, it's a flesh and a spirit battle all day, every day, that if you give up on or if you don't take up your armor and things that you've been given, you're quickly overtaken Mm -hmm. washed up and, and being used in the wrong manner, or maybe not even dealing with the battle at all because you're not a threat anymore. Now you're just on the
0: wrong side. You're far enough away where he's like, I got you. Yeah. I'm done with you. Yeah. Yeah. The, the slow to speak is Mm -hmm. so important. What I was trying to think of the terminology it's called, I think it's called, I think it's called loading. Um, I think it's called loading, but pretty much, when somebody's talking, you've already formulated your answer. You're beginning to formulate your answer, and they haven't even finished. Right. Um, and I Guilty. think right told me too. <laughs> um, but in order for us to understand and to be in that will of God, that's why we have to be, you know, swift to hear, slow to speak. Mm. Right. We got to be slow to wrath. We can't we can't be judgmental in order for us to understand what the will of God is. Mm -hmm. And as James kind of methodically walks you through this, he's speaking of trials. Mm -hmm. He's speaking specifically of, of trials. Like, don't worry about it. God's got you. How Mm -hmm. do I know? Because Jesus is my half brother Mm -hmm. and I watched him. That's how I know. Mm -hmm. Right? So for us as Christian men, Like we do have to take these things to heart, you know, and sometimes we want to analyze things and we want to say, Oh, okay. But we, we start loading and God's probably not done yet. Mm -hmm. Probably hasn't walked you through it. Right. And I remember early on, I, in my walk, I was, I was like kind of ruminating on how, how the Lord took me through so many things to get me to where I am. And then I realized and I had to go through that like three times. You know what I mean? Like the things that you go through, God's like, all right, here you go again. Yeah. Let me show you again. And then I was like thinking to myself, I only, I want to learn my lesson the first time from now on, Lord. <laughs> Just the first time. I don't want to go through these things over and over again. The first time. <laughs> That's
1: true. Yeah, I'm, I'm a slow learner like that yes. myself. Where Sometimes I got to get hit over the head a few times. So that being said, First Peter 3, 7, husbands likewise dwell with them talking about your wives with understanding giving giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers not be may not be hindered mm-hmm. so that was like the second shot over the head the colossians three hit me and then then like two days later i was reading a devotion in the morning and this verse popped up and i, I want to say it was ray comfort and he's like he uses the 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 weaker vessel and, and uses it as like a um, An example of fine china Mm -hmm. and he was talking about it's not that you know the the dish is any weaker or like doesn't have the same amount of like things that another plate would have it's just needs to be treated with more care Mm -hmm. because it's more fragile and it's it's just you know prettier so it like it, it made me think like that's and this is peter which was a married man himself so i feel like he is giving us some you know some husband wisdom and passing it down you know to us and and i was like oh that's the second hit over the head like hey you know not only do we have to treat give honor to our wife but not only that but we also have to treat them like they're the fine china like they're more fragile so we we we're slower to to react and we have Mm -hmm. to like like even load it longer like take a little longer loading don't you know try to be the fast internet like try to load it a little high speed be dial up yeah, yeah exactly be a little more dial up um, because they're also what it says, "quote heirs of the grace of life." So they're they're an heir to the inheritance in in heaven, just like we are. So again, going back to that, she's a daughter; she's the child of God, just like we are. And if we're the husbands of, say, a fine china, like we're we're the ones that's supposed to wash that with the care and the gentleness of what she is being that quote weaker vessel or like I I, I think of fine China Mm -hmm. but it's like sometimes I'm too rough like I'm you're not gonna throw that in the dishwasher you know it's like you have to wash it by hand Mm -hmm. it's it's just a little more time and effort putting into it but it's it just makes me think because she's a child of God because everyone we interact with is a child of God whether they accept it or not like you even mentioned as a child of God they deserve our respect first and foremost Mm -hmm. but as we want our children to be obedient we as children of God also have to be obedient so if we're expecting our kids to be a certain way or our wives to act or respond a certain way are we responding how we're supposed to be responding and again that's that conviction that hits me where I'm like Am I making my wife better after an interaction? Am I making my kids better after an interaction? Am I making friends, coworkers, et cetera, better after an interma- interaction? Or do I leave them worse?
0: Yeah. And that's something that, you know, as, as men, um, like we're just, we're, we're created a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, like we all, we're men in fellowship. Like that iron sharpens iron situation. Like if you think about it, like that is a very, Mm -hmm. that is a very rudimentary and rough way Mm -hmm. to sharpen something. Right. When you're just striking it against each other, but it's something that is needed and we're really good at. So we're okay with it. Mm -hmm. Right. Women on the other hand, can't take that same striking of their iron because it's, it's more fragile. It'll break. Mm -hmm. And, and more often, then not our approaches on inception are not right. And then we start to realize, wait a second, wait a second. Okay, hold on. And, you know, I, 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 I heard this somewhere and I don't remember where, so I can't even give the person credit. Um, but you know, men are like a square, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then women are like a ball. Mm-hmm. Once they get going, they're going men. Like it's each step, don't, right? Don't, we're like, we're very clunky, right? Yeah, and oh, Loud. And that's you, funny. You know what I mean? Women, once they get going, they're going, right? And we're yeah. like, Hold on, hold on. Let's yeah. let's think about this. Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, you know, and, and and my wife and I, like every time we have like, you know, conversations, um, you know, where we're 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 discussing a problem or a situation, like I have to remind myself, and sometimes I'm like, Okay, hold on a second, right? And I've you know, verbally told her, like, hey, like I need you to help me out here, like I need you to take like all of the emotion out and like just help me like make this little like one decision and then we can throw it all back on there and then we know what to do. Right. (laughs) But like, if, 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 if you're bringing this emotion, like I, 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 the way I work, I have to be like, you know me, right? Like I got to have that like solution to the problem and make sure. And then we, and we make sure everything around that's good. And and then we could go, right. And then we could just, you could put whatever you want on it, right. Pile it on. But I got to get to this point here. (laughs) Um, But that's just the way that, that God built us. But their their fineness produces such a sharper blade than any iron sharpens iron situation can like Ooh. we're going to be rough and jagged they could smooth all of that out yeah. smooth it all out
1: you may picture sandpaper
0: there's yeah like the, the yeah heavy the grit fine. And yeah, the yeah. Fine. right the yeah. heavy grit and the fine the super fine grit we're heavy grit yeah we're, 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 we're super heavy grit right mm. we are like straight sand yeah. that accidentally got glued onto paper right it. yeah
1: <laughs> And they're the super fine the wet super sand. Super fine wet sand, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: where they can get it, you know. And that's that's mm-hmm. why that helper, that's why our relationship with them and our understanding and letting that process happen and yeah. accepting and receiving what they have to say, you know, is so important. Because when you go through things, if you guys are locked arms and you're facing the Lord, everything's gonna be fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and 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 if tragedy were to strike it, the worst thing that can happen is the best thing that can happen to us. when we go to heaven. Mm-hmm. So from a perspective, we have to keep that in mind, which is always tough. It's always, it's always tough, but also be content in the situation with what you have, where you are, because that's where God has you. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's where he has you mm-hmm. for that reason. Like we talked about before. And, um, you know, one of the most, One of the more popular verses, I would probably say it's probably the second most popular verse uh, that's quoted is Philippians four thirteen. Right, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Right, yeah. But if you look at how Paul's rolling up to that verse, it's like it's 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 really important to help people understand why Paul said that. Right, that is a great scripture. I love seeing that. You know, but I just pray that people like, hey, there's yeah, a couple for that one through twelve. You, you're, before you're, they for the. I got mean, to you might as well. You know what I mean. You might as well. We Jump don't have straight that, to Right straight to thirteen, <laughs> which is good because you do need that scripture to lean on. Right. Uh, but starting at verse eleven, um, Paul writes, "Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound." Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So Paul's talking about receiving gifts, not having gifts, being provided for, but also just understanding that you always have everything that you need. Like this is the same Paul. Right, that was that was in the jails singing, and that's how this Philippian jailer got saved mm-hmm. because Paul was good where he was, and he was you know praying and singing songs and hymns and worshiping God while he was in the jail, and that is his heart and his mind knowing that he's probably in one of the worst places ever, but he's still going to worship the Lord. This is where you got me. I'm going to worship you, mm-hmm. and we have to settle where we are now. Paul's experiences have obviously led him to have a very strong faith and a commitment, but we are to glean from his experiences, from our own experiences, from people around us, their experiences, to know that people have been in situations that we have been in. Mm. There's nothing new under the sun, Mm -mm. right? All things are vanity of vanities, Mm -mm. right? (laughs) (laughs) Vanity of vanities. (laughs) But to know that God will provide whatever we need, for that moment for better or for, worse. for better or worse
1: yeah yeah that's that's the promises and the hope we get to you know sit and rest on being christians and mm-hmm. and you know thank god for his word and for you know the the, the examples like a paul that can be content in such situations so we can put that into perspective when we start complaining about what we deal with here mm-hmm. you know 2023 with pretty much everything you can possibly want, and then we still find reasons to complain. The Lord's got us here. The Lord's, you know, providing for us along the way. I can't say that I've never... I can't say there's a day I wake up and I don't see the Lord working somewhere, sh- some shape or form, that just gives me that hope to keep pushing because we're, we're alive and in, in here for this reason. so do we when interacting with people, do we purposely try to make them better or do we just follow suit of what everyone else is doing and hit them over with the negativity or the complaining or the whining? You know, it's all things that, like you said, nothing new under the sun. It's the same thing the Israelites did when they got, you know, they, got, they left Egypt in slavery and what, what do they start doing? They're just complaining about this, that, and the other, and that's what we do. We, you know, we see a victory somewhere, and then the very next day we're back to complaining about some other thing because we let our, you know, our our emotions really get a hold of us and, and uh, you know, not just trying to be like some, like, man thing, like we don't need feelings. Like, we do need to be able to, you know, be able to be the, the helper to the fine china, you know, so we do have to have some sort of... um Rounded edges around those clumpy, like dum box like you' were saying, because, yeah, I'm, I'm totally a box when rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like because of my wife and because of the Holy Spirit, there's some round edges, so it's not as clunky as it was mm-hmm. when I first got saved. So thank God for his work, because he is working in and through us, so we should just be we should be confident in knowing that the Lord is equipping us for the things that we're dealing with. And 1 John 4, 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone Mm -hmm. who loves is born of God and knows God. So if you know God and you claim to be a Christian, we should not be peppering, we should be salting. Amen. Amen?
0: Uh, I was going to say Chuck Smith. J. Vernon McGee. Yes. Talks about pepper. Have you heard him? No, but yeah. I love He Jake always Parker. talks about, oh, yeah, me too. Because of my community, I get to listen to him every morning. Hey. Um, he the talks perks about of me, driving I, sometimes. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> sometimes. Um, sometimes. It, sometimes. Just sometimes. <laughs> um, he talks about being salt. He's like, but we could, you know, I want to do like a Jay and Do Mickey the voice, accent, I you can't, know. I can't, I can't. <laughs> But he's like, but we could use a little pet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He talks about pepper. Yeah. <laughs> You just think about that, right? Absolutely. But you're right. We should be, we should be, you know, preserving and right. illuminate, right. We should have a salt. We should be seasoning, right. We should be preserving, uh, you know, but we should also be, you know, being that weed killer, right. This salt is also used for mm. and paving a path, right. right. For others to, to follow like our, like our children, like our wives. Right. Those are things that we, we should be doing as, as men, as leaders of our homes um, and that's a basic, right? That's, that's God entrusted it. You know what I mean? That's a, you, that's an me. absolute basic. Yeah. And for us, like I was saying in the beginning, we have to work on our relationship to be right with God first and to be following him so that when everybody comes in line behind us, that we're leading him, leading them to him. Right. We're leading them to God, right. not to the world, mm. not to some kind of, um, you know, fake you know, religions, mm to the God, our creator, right? Yeah. Guiding our, our, our family to, uh, to him. So I wanted to, to, to close with uh, John chapter 14. Um, again, some, some famous verses. I'm not going to go to six because a lot of people will quote six. Yeah. But what Jesus says before that is what elicits the question to the answer that John fourteen six is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but it says in John 14, verses one through four, it says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, in the way you know. That is something that should just resonate in our heart. No matter what you're going through, there's already a place prepared for you. Yeah. We should be headed towards there. No matter what, we should be headed towards there. We should be bring bringing our wives, our children, our family, our friends, everybody we come across should always be looking towards that same direction, going, where is he going? And even out of curiosity, just follow us right. because that path was cut. Right. That's,
1: you know, that, that, that's a promise that is straight from Jesus' mouth. Yes. If Jesus is God, mm-hmm. God can't lie. Right that's something to stand on and hold on to for the rest of your life. And know that no matter what happens here, we have something waiting for us in heaven that's indescribable and a promise from the creator of all things. Mm -hmm. How much better can you get? Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I just thank you uh, for your word and thank you for your promises. Thank you for uh, even this time we've had to, to talk about you. And I just pray that Those that listened um, or or are going to listen will be um, uplifted and encouraged by by the words and by by what you're speaking to them uh, through this podcast and through this episode, Lord. And we just thank you, and we're so grateful for what you're doing in and through our lives, and I pray that you continue to lead us and guide us and give us that strength and power and the love and grace to to leave people better off rather than worse off when we interact or talk or or even when we meet them, Lord. and not only just words, but uh, most importantly, our actions as we go about each day that we, um, we give off um, your life and your love because you are the way, the truth, and the life. And we thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy on us and our families. And I pray for Justin and his family that you continue to bless them and keep them safe and uh, just keep them healthy, Lord. And also for my family, the same. And even those that are listening that you... Uh, Continue to keep us all safe and healthy, but uh, just continue to draw us closer to yourself as we seek you. We thank you. We love you. And it's in Jesus name we pray.
0: Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you. And so do we.